Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and on today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about the full moon in Aquarius that took place last night, and we're also going to do some weekly tarot and all of that fun stuff. But before we get into today's podcast, if you guys are not a fan already, please like and subscribe to the podcast, whether you're listening to it on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are, your listening ship and viewership will help boost the podcast overall. So hit that subscribe button if you're a big fan of the podcast. Also, if you check the link in my show description, I also have the link to the show's Patreon. So if you guys want to be a Patreon member, it's just a small little contribution, uh, but I do offer free tarot card readings and also astrology card readings if you guys decide to join the podcast's Patreon. But without further ado, we're going to get started with today's podcast. So I know lately I've been talking a lot about mental health, and I know a lot of people reached out to me and they really appreciated my podcast last week on emotional intimacy in relationships and how important that is. For this podcast, I wanted to just talk about strictly spirituality and astrology because I am feeling more spiritual than I have been lately. And I give a lot of credit to that due to my recent job. So if you guys have not known or listened to a podcast, like one of the earlier podcasts, I am now doing my side job. I'm doing astrology chart readings at a local crystal shop. It's Find Your Harmony. And it's been a real eye-opener for me. I've been able to do a couple people's charts and you know, like making some money with it, obviously, but, you know, being able to like really help people along the way. And it just shows you again, that spirituality, there's so many different forms. And before we get into this Aquarius full moon, I just want you guys to think about, have you guys tried anything spiritual? Have you guys ever gotten your cards read? Have you guys ever even thought about doing an astrology chart? You know, that's the whole point of spirituality and having these services, you know, they're just other outlets to help you guys. So without further ado, now that I did talked about that for the first couple minutes, we're going to get right into the Aquarius full moon. So if you guys do not know already, Aquarius, right? So Aquarius, if you guys are into modern astrology, is ruled by Uranus. If you guys are into the traditional astrology, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. Either way, whether you guys want to take the Saturn route or the Uranus route, the concept of working hard is something that really fuels Aquariuses. And since they're an air sign, they do this in a very aloof way and very strange way. There's like a freedom or rebellious attitude in terms of Aquariuses and Aquarius energy in general. So these are the people that think bigger picture, humanitarianism, how can we help the future instead of in the present moment, right? So think of some famous and influential Aquariuses out there. So for this topic, we're going to break this topic into a couple parts. First, I'm going to describe a little bit more of Aquarius energy and what should we expect. And then for my fellow astrologers and people that are interested in how is this going to impact me this full moon this past night. I also have, based off of your rising sign, 
I'll give you guys a little idea in the, in terms of where you might be feeling this energy, this full moon's presence. Because you guys know, like I've mentioned many times before on this podcast, that when it comes to full moons, the reason why part of the reason why they're so intense is because the energy of the moon is in opposition to whatever the sun sign is. So if you guys have ever have you guys ever met somebody or talk to someone that operates completely different than you. This is what happens during the full moon. You have the sun's energy and the moon's energy clashing in opposition from one another. So that is why full moons are always crazy. But one of the things that was that really stood out to me during this full moon, I did not really get the best of sleep last night. I don't know what it was. I didn't really have any dreams, but I talked to a couple of people today and they also felt similar. So there was just something, something must have been in the air, something because I woke up at four and I immediately panicked over something that I really need to work on, which is my finances, trying to create a plan to get more stable income. Because, you know, like obviously working in the mental health, like they try and pay as much as they can, but they don't pay enough sometimes. Right. And, um, that's something I just wanted to add to this conversation. So let me know if you guys have ever felt similar as well in regards to, you know, did you have a rough sleep last night? Because I don't know, something definitely, I definitely think it was the full moon's energy. But when it comes to this full moon, again, just describing Aquarius energy, like I mentioned a little bit before, it's all about humanitarianism, humanitarianism and bigger picture thinking. So this is a type of moon where we might expect ego question marks, right? Because right now we're in Leo season, like we're feeling like, okay, like we're doing these things to boost boost our ego. This could be a reality check or like a slap in the face in regards to like, hey, is the stuff you're doing for your ego, is this, is there a bigger picture to this? Where do you see your ego falling in this right now? Now, depending on what sign you're in, you're going to feel it in different areas. But I'm just saying, generally speaking, Aquarius energy is is very much bigger, bigger picture, deeper thinking. Okay, how is this? How is this going to help me in the future? Am I on the right path? This could also be you guys might even experience like wake up calls. Like, look, if you have not been taking care of yourself, bam, you might actually have some physical health concerns. Or, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself mentally. It might be a reality check, like, dang, I really need to take care of myself mentally for the bigger picture, right? So that is what Aquarius energy is. It's strange. It's different. It's not like other signs because there's a sense of future-oriented thinking. But since they're an air sign, it's a very aloof and can be cold way in regards to like learning information and thinking bigger picture. So when it comes to this full moon, there's a couple opportunities and challenges. So first, we'll start with the opportunities, because, you know, even if you guys are feeling this and it's been very challenging these past couple of days and maybe weekend, this is a good opportunity for you to learn something, right? So here's some opportunities when it comes to this full moon, generally speaking. So being inspired by art that promotes social causes. This could be has something struck your eye or has someone struck your eye. You might feel this energy a little bit more. Another opportunity, discovering technology that connects you 
to your creativity. Maybe there might be an outlet or maybe you might find some new opportunities with your creativity because Aquarius, right, is all about the future, future oriented. So if you guys are into like the tech industry and I know AI, I know I've been really thinking about that these, these past couple of days and how you can, I can, I've been thinking about even using AI to record some ads on this podcast. So that's just something to really think about, right? Here's where there's some challenges, though. So although there's some good opportunities, there's some challenges. The first one, there might be tension between needs of an organization and those of its members, right? So the, the ability to organize your thoughts or to organize other people. If you're a leader of a business or if you're a leader of your family, being able to organize all the other pieces going around, it can be a big challenge during this time period. Another one, an overly intellectual approach that limits creative expression. Aquarius is, yes, they're bigger and future-oriented, but when it comes to creativity, it's something that they need to work on. They need to be more passionate and you know more driven in regards to creativity, right? They kind of just want to get stuff done how it gets done, right? Or I'm going to engage in this conversation how I want it to be, but Sometimes we need to be able to tap into that creativity aspect to help us grow. So that could be a challenge. Are we thinking too intellectually right now instead of, you know, feeling? That's just something for you guys to think about. Some strong affirmations for you guys during this time period. I give voice to innovation solutions. I see the beauty of connections, whether that's with people, business partners, technology, you name it. The future is bright. And I am a creative thinker, right? Because right now we're in Leo season. It's all about creativity, finding that ego, right? Building that confidence. During this full moon, we need to remind ourselves that because we could lose sight of that. And some self-care rituals for you guys to think about during this full moon. Participate in a group art project or some form of creative project. And also research health apps or anything involving health, right? Because again, we want to make sure we're taking care of ourselves during this full moon. So those are some things to really look at. And to wrap up this first part before we get into how this affects your own chart based off of your rising sign, I have three questions for you guys. So I jotted these down. So if you see my, my face going down, this is what I'm talking about. So the first question, and these are going to be in the comments below and in, in the podcast description. So that way you guys can check it out and all that fun stuff. So the first question, to which social cues am I most personally committed to? So the whole concept of commitment and social commitment, where are you committed to? Who are you committed to? That's a very big question for you guys for that first one. The second one, with which types of groups do you most like being involved in? Who's your friend group? Who's your group of people you want to surround yourself with? What do they value? That's the second question. And the third question, how can you use technology to foster your creativity? Especially now with cell phones and iPhones there's a lot of technology and apps that are at our disposal that can help us. How can we use them to expand our creativity? So 
Those are the three questions, and I'll make sure, again, I will put the link in the show description so that way you guys can uh, follow those questions and jot them down, you know. I always love to do shadow work as well, and that's something I'm going to do a future podcast on. Shadow work and psychology kind of go hand in hand, which I love. I didn't really realize that until I started talking to people. Like, dang, you're like, you know, have you ever done shadow work? I'm like, yeah, I've done journaling, and I've really, like, embraced, like, parts of myself that I try to hide. But yeah, so that's why I have these questions whenever I do a full moon podcast, because I want to give you guys the chance to reflect on yourself too. Because, you know, we always need to do that. We always need to challenge ourselves in order for us to grow. And a full moon is a good opportunity to just pause and assess how are we feeling currently in the month? Because right now it's the first one in August and we have another full moon on the 31st. So for this month, it's the only month this year we have a full moon in the beginning of the month and a full moon at the end. So it's going to be a very intense time for everybody as we wrap up summer and we get into the grind, which is Virgo season that we all know what the grind that is, especially if you're a student and or teacher or in the mental health field or an education field. It's go time once September hits. So it's like two full moons before then. So we have some time. But anyway, though, just continuing. So that was the first part of this first topic. Now we're going to wrap up this first segment with how is this where you guys might feel this full moon's energy based off of your rising sign. So if you guys know what your rising sign is, you can go along with me. If not, you can, there's plenty of websites out there or you can also message me as well and I can help you find your rising sign. Rising sign is another fancy word for your first house, which is the set, the house of self. And once you know then, your astrology chart becomes very easier from there. <clears throat> so when it comes to the full moon, first we're going to start with Aquarius risings because you know it is your full moon. You're going to feel this in your first house. So this is the sense of self, right? So when it comes to finding your purpose, answering that question, who am I? This is a full moon that you guys are going to feel a little bit more than the other signs because it, again, it's your first house in the house of the self. So you might have an ego check or you might have a a realization during this full moon or you might have added confidence to do something. So if you're an Aquarius rising or have any Aquarius placements, this could be a moon for you or reality check or something positive or even something you might view negative right now that you might be going through. So for Aquarius risings, that's where you're going to feel it in the first house. Next, we're going to do Capricorn Risings. You guys are going to feel Aquarius's energy in your second house. So that involves material possessions. It could be money. It could be anything along the lines of that. And this could also apply if you have any Capricorn placements. So the concept of money, material possessions, things, physical things that you value, it might be a chance for you to just like look into that or you might have questions with that. The Aquarius energy gives a little rebelness to it. For Sag risings like myself, we're going to feel Aquarius, the full moon in Aquarius in our third house, which involves our local sense of community, 
It also involves, it could be siblings. If you have siblings, if not, it could be, you know, your overall sense of local community communication can also be a big thing here, local travel. So if you have any of those conflicts around that, these past couple of days, that's just something to just be monitor of and think about. Next, we got Scorpio risings. You guys are going to feel Aquarius full moon's presence in your fourth house. Your fourth house involves your family. It involves home life. It involves all of the stuff when it comes to that. So that's where you guys are going to feel Aquarius full moon. So you might have questions or you might have a family member you might have conflict with. It's just something for you guys to think about. So home, roots, family, even some self-care, emotions. So this is all for my Scorpio rising, something for you guys to think about. Next, after Scorpio comes Libra. So Libra risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon in Aquarius and its presence in your fifth house. So this involves romance. This involves love. This involves affairs, play, creativity your inner child pretty much. So this might even be like a reality check for you guys. Look, I need to connect with my inner child more or look like I didn't really think of it like that. So just expect the full moon around there and in that area. Next, we got Virgo rising. So you guys are going to feel the full moon in Aquarius in your sixth house. So this involves health, fitness, systems, nature, pets, work habits, organization. So Virgos, you guys love to organize. This full moon might fuel that, staying organized, whether that's in work or at home. So that's just something for you guys to just be aware of and think about. Next, we got Leo rising. So good old Leos, you guys are going to feel the full moon in your seventh house. So this involves relationships, marriage, the idea of partnership, right? And commitment. So you might have a wake-up call. Are the people around you committed? Whether that's at work, whether that is in your relationships, this is just something for you guys to really, to really just think about. Next, after Leo comes cancer. So cancer risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon in Aquarius in your eighth house. And this involves intimacy, whether that's physical, emotional, spiritual, all forms of intimacy is going to be here. Also the concept of inheritances, maybe taxes, loans. Like this is just, it involves other people's resources. You might not feel lucky during this time period in terms of the resources given to you. Or, you know, when it comes to intimacy, you might not feel intimate with, a specific person. This is just something for you guys to think about. Next, we got Gemini rising. So Gemini's, you guys are going to feel Aquarius full moon in your ninth house. So this involves the whole idea of expansion. So philosophy, deep travel, long distance travel, wisdom, higher end learning. You guys might have an edge or an intrusive thought of pursuing something higher than what you are currently in right now. So that's just something for you guys to just be mindful of. Next, after Gemini Risings comes Taurus Risings. You guys are going to feel Aquarius and its full moon energy in your 10th house. So that involves the, your career, long-term goals, long-term, ex, long-term success. So bigger picture thinking. What is, what is my long-term success look like? 
So for my Taurus risings, you guys are going to feel that there. We got two more houses left, guys. I know it's a lot of info at once, so I apologize. Next, again, so after Taurus comes Aries. Aries risings, you guys are going to feel the full moon's energy in your 11th house. So this involves big groups of people, your friends, your social awareness, humanitarianism. So for my Aries risings, if you want a project that you wanted to start in terms of like helping people or, you know, like wanting to help the future or big hopes, this is an energy for you to tack on that and take that first step to getting what you want if, if it involves helping people. And then last but not least, Pisces risings, you guys are going to feel Aquarius's energy in your 12th house. So this involves ending, closure, spirituality old age, afterlife, so anything beyond the five senses, spirituality, the concept of ending, maybe a relationship is ending that you've been feeling for a while. And this is like, yeah, now it's time. So this is just something for you guys to think about. So again, I do this every full moon. This is just based off of your rising sign and where you might feel the energy. If you guys have any questions, you guys can always send me an email and also click on the podcast links to message me on social media as well. I do astrology. I do Terra as well. But when it comes to this first topic, just overall takeaways, we're all going to feel this moon in some way, shape, or form, depending on what our perspective is and what we're going through. Just be patient with yourself, guys. Remember the three questions we discussed. And also, you know, take this time to reflect. What is, what is serving you? What is not? So I'm going to take a quick break here. And uh, when I come back, we're going to do our weekly tarot card reading for the week. So energy we should expect. But you guys listening to Your Spiritual Best Friend with Josh Sanchez, we will be right back. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running. But with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash. And best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. All right, guys, and we are back. I hope you guys enjoyed that quick little break here. So now I got my tarot deck ready again. I used the modern way tarot. And before we do any reading, you always got to thank your ancestors and thank the people that came before you. So I just want to say again, thank you, ancestors, for giving me this opportunity to share and hear your insight with me and my podcast listeners. So my question, again, if you guys are just listening, I always pull three cards each week. 
And my question is very simple. So what energy should me and my podcast listeners expect this next week? So I'm going to split the deck and then we will go from there. So again, the question is, what should me and my podcast listeners expect this week coming up? So I know we got the long weekend ahead. We had Aquarius full moon. So what should we expect? So we got one. We got two. And this one looks good. So I was trying. That one didn't really resonate with me. Let's see. Last shuffle. There you go. That one. All right, guys. So now we have our three cards and we are going to get started with our reading. As I put my deck back. Give me one second. All right. And we are cool. All right. The first card we got. We got the Eight of Pentacles. So for my podcast listeners is what you guys can see. I don't know if you guys can see it well, but it's an image of a person. It's looking like he's working hard. He's hammering. He's putting the pentacles on a tree. So what we're going to do is we're going to read the card and then we're going to do some interpretation with it. So Eight of Pentacles, ambition, diligence, mastery. Eight is the number of mastery and accomplishment. So it is no surprise that both of these words represent the eight of pentacles. This card is an example of a work in progress that is soon to be completed to be a completed masterpiece. The eight of pentacles indicates a period of dedication, focus, and ambition. You know that you will not become a master in these skills in one day, but you are prepared for the journey to come and ready to preserve, persevere. You are aware that this will require a lot of focus and dedication, but you are ready to work hard and to pay attention to the details to reach your new level of mastery. So when it comes to this card right away, we are all on this journey of hard work. We're working towards something, whether that is a relationship, whether that is a career, whether that is something that drives us, something that fuels us. We have to realize again, you know, one day at a time right? One step at a time. We're getting closer and closer to developing a new mastery of whatever skill we are achieving. So expect more hard work during this week. And just again, taking it a day by day approach. It's going to be hot. It's going to be the dog days of August. We just started it. So just be aware of that. The second card we got, and this was one I put back and then I reshuffled and it called to me. So what we got is we got the chariot card. So it's a major arcana card. It is the seventh card of the major arcana. So I'm giving you guys a heads up and we're going to read what it is right now. Direction, willpower, determination, success. Are you ready to master your emotions and take the reins when it comes to your own life? The chariot tells you that now is the time to get what you want. Consider this card as a sign of encouragement. The chariot is all about overcoming obstacles and achieving your goal through determination, focus, and willpower. You will feel motivated, ambitious, and in control. This will help you get stagnant situation moving again and overcome all the challenges that may be on your path. Just stay focused and believe in your own abilities. You will achieve your goal. A triumph is waiting for you, and you are completely in control of making it happen. So this card is a very encouraging card 
One thing I will say though, it was in it was upside down when I pulled it. So what that means to me is whether that is myself and also you guys listening, maybe this is something that we have struggled with. You know, we might not feel like we are in control. Or, you know, like we might feel like we're not ready to master our emotions or not ready to take the step. But we have the ability, once we are able to, you know, embrace that we are in control, then we can take the steps forward. So I really think this week, just sticking to the first two cards so far, the day-to-day work, the day-to-day grind, and reminding ourselves that we are in control. We got this. We are on the right path Well, wherever it is we are going and that we are in control of changing that path if needed. So the chariot, even though upside down, can still bring positive news. So again, once we're able to embrace that we are in control, we'll start to evolve as and take the next step. And then the last card we got, we got two of swords. You guys can see it's this person It's holding two swords like an X. One of the coolest things in the deck. I, I love these images on here. So two of swords, just giving you guys a heads up. I'm going to give it a reading and then we'll do our own interpretation of it together. <clears throat> so two of two of swords, stalemate, coming to crossroads, time to think. The two of swords represents an internal or external battle that won't be easy to overcome. In fact, it'll take a great deal of effort on your part to eliminate. You might be feeling stuck or unsure of which way to turn. If you are in this situation, you should bide your time and be prepared for yourself emotionally for the next step. Have a little peace. Do not take action and contemplate before taking your next steps or making any decisions. Your opponent, whether it'll be a person or an internal struggle, will not go out without a fight. Now is the time to recharge your batteries so that you have the energy you will need to prevail. So with this card, we could be feeling, again, I'm just showing you guys, right? We could be feeling like there's an obstacle against us, right? So similar to the chariot, right? Like we might not have that confidence right now. It might be an internal battle we're going through. But again, You are in control. You need time to prepare yourself emotionally for whatever situation it is coming this week. And remember, right, that you are in control. And if you prepare yourself emotionally, you will be ready to take action, right? So until we do that, whether that's internally or with another person, we just need to be mindful of that and take the steps emotionally. So overall takeaways from this week's reading. We have eight of pentacles, sticking to the day-to-day habits, making sure you know that you're staying focused, you're staying on the grind, right? The chariot, right? Being able to, you know, tap into ourselves and realize we are in control. We might not be feeling that way at all, but next week is another wake-up call for us to be like, you know what? We are in control. And if you take that step, you will feel that. And then also there's going to be a crossroad or a big battle you might be experiencing this week, whether that is internally or externally via a person or situation. Remember to take the steps emotionally, do some emotional work. If you're into shadow work, I would I would recommend next week is a good opportunity to do that. And also we're getting closer to the new moon. So that's something to also be mindful of. 
But that is the lesson for this week, Tara, for this Tara card reading this week. I would say overall lesson is, is again, you are in control. What are some things emotionally you're going through right now that might be conflicting you? So those are some questions to really think about. But again, I hope you guys, again, enjoyed this podcast, enjoyed some spirituality talk. Again, I'm Josh Sanchez. I am a tarot card reader and also an astrologer as well. So if you guys want your own cards read, if you guys want, you know, your own astrology chart read, I'm more than welcome to do that with you guys via Zoom or coming to the Crystal Shop. I know I'll be there Saturday, 11 to 2 at Find Your Harmony. So you guys, if you're bored on a Saturday morning or midday and want to come on and hang on out with me, you're more than welcome to. Um, But I just want to say again, thank you guys for a wonderful podcast. I hope you guys stay safe for the rest of this week. Remember, do that emotional work as the Tara says, right? So um, I hope you guys stay safe. Follow the podcast on all social media platforms. Again, thank you guys again for having this space for me, for continuing to be endless listeners and showing me endless support. It really means a lot. But stay safe, guys. Have a wonderful week. And this is Josh officially signing off.